0: With news, commentary, controversy and information about officiating high school sports, this is Officiating Oklahoma. Now here's your host, Jason Cycle. Hey guys, it's Jason again. This week I'm going to change things up a little bit. Seems like for the past oh, a little over a month I've been talking about football. We're going to change things up because I mean, it's baseball season. Um, you know, baseball is going to be America's pastime and that's going to be one of my favorite sports, not my favorite sport to officiate, but it's one of my favorites to sit around and watch. And let's all face it. If you're, you live in America and you don't like baseball, then, uh, I guess they say if you don't like baseball and apple pie, then you're basically a communist. Anyway, uh, some of the things we're going to talk about this time, let's hit up some of the, uh, the. The myths and, you know, the the BS that you hear from coaches and spectators and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but the first thing I'm going to talk about, let's um, get into, uh, you know, ball four. You know, you have a batter that comes up there and he gets a 3-0 uh, and o count, which is 3-0, is three, uh, three balls and no strikes. Um, You hear coaches all the time. They'll say, you know, they give the take signal because the next one's automatic. And I've been officiating for over 20 years, and I still uh, do not know what the heck they're talking about when they say it's automatic. Okay. Um, umpires do not like to prolong the game. We like to call strikes. We like to call outs. It makes the game move along quicker. Whenever there's a lot of of balls and walks, it makes the game boring. People get irritable. So we love the action. We're going to like to call strikes. So if you throw a pitch in there and that thing is close, it's going to be a strike. So the batter better be swinging that bat. Um, You know, the other thing is... You know, if a uh, a runner is out uh, running the bases and has absolutely no idea as to what they're doing because they haven't been taught properly how to run bases, which uh, accounts for about ninety percent of the base runners I've seen, because you know coaches don't teach them the game anymore. They rely on sheer luck and stupidity to come out. You know, falling in a bucket of crap and smell like a rose. Anyway, a batter will have three balls and no strikes, and the next pitch will come in and the umpire will call it a strike. And people will say, oh, that's automatic. That was going to happen. He was going to call that a strike. Whenever I'm behind the plate and I hear people say that, the thing that comes to my mind is, who are these idiots? When the pitch comes in, if it's a strike, I'll call it a strike. If it comes in and it's a ball, then I'm going to call it a ball and let the runner go down to first base. I am not going to prolong his time at the plate just to – appease someone else. If that pitcher is not earning it and not throwing strikes, I'm not gonna call something that's not a strike. So if you've got a three and oh count, uh I don't understand why, but a lot of coaches will give, you know, the players a take sign. You know, when I coached for a little while, if my you know number one, two or three best hitter is in the box and they have a three-o count, they got the green light because if a pitcher is struggling that bad, they're going to do whatever it takes to get a strike across that plate because you don't want to walk on your stats. You don't want to give them a free pass. So sometimes when you have a 3-0 count, you get your best pitch of your life while you're standing up there. They will pipe something to you about belt high just to get a strike called. So if I've got a better hitter up there, I'm not giving him the take sign. I'm having him swing. Okay, Uh, so when a pitcher is on the plate, and, yes, that's called a pitcher's plate. That's not a mound. The mound is the dirt that the, he stands on. The plate is that rectangular piece that his foot goes onto. Anyway, when he stands on the pitcher's plate, he's got to earn what he's, what he's uh, throwing the ball towards. He's not just going to get a free pass to whatever. I'm not just going to call a strike just to call a strike. Okay, so that's going to be my first myth. Uh, when there's a 3-0 count, people say on uh, ball that uh, the the next pitch is automatically going to be called a strike. Okay, myth. That's bull crap. Okay, the next thing is, you say you get a a ground ball, hit to the shortstop. The runner is running as hard as he can, gets to first base, and his foot touches the base the same time that the fielder gets possession or catches the ball, okay? If you call that runner out, you will hear people screaming that the tie goes to the runner. OK, there's been a lot of times in the game where I've been officiating and I've wanted to just, you know, educate people and say, look, this is baseball. OK, there is no such thing as a tie in baseball. So if his foot touches the base at the same time that the fielder gets possession of the ball, he is out. OK, because he must beat the ball to the base, he must get to the base before the force-out occurs. So if he gets there uh, at the same time as the force occurs or if he's not there before it occurs, then he's out. He didn't beat it. There's no such thing as a tie in baseball. You know, these. uh, you you get these people constantly that have uh, been, you know, so-called coaching for years, and they'll holler about this stuff, about tie goes to the runner. And it's ludicrous that you even have to hear this crap, okay? And whenever I hear it, I'll look at him and I'll say, Coach, there's no such thing as a tie in baseball. You either beat it or you didn't. And if he tied with it, he didn't beat it. I mean, it's pretty simple. Cut and dry. End of story. So, hearing this stuff where people are talking about the tie goes to the be- the runner and that kind of crap, you got to forget that way of thinking because that has never been in existence. Um you know, there's, there's no such thing as a tie. You gotta, you gotta earn it. Okay. To get on first, you've either got to earn a walk by battling at the plate or the the pitcher struggling. You've got to get a base hit and you have to earn that base hit. You've got to run and beat that throw over there. Okay. The, uh, another big thing that's going to be huge to me is, uh, Oh, say you've got a tag at a, pl- a base or you've got a force or something and you'll start hearing people holler, the runner has to slide. Okay. Uh, bull crap. Okay. I'm, I've am i heard it for years and I don't understand it. A runner never, okay, and I'll, I'm going to repeat this, a runner never has to slide. There is nowhere in the rule book that says a runner has to slide. It doesn't say he shall. It doesn't say he's required to. It does not say he has to slide anywhere. Okay? You hear these sayings all the time, then it'll trickle down to the kids, and then they're thinking the same thing. So when they play the game, they're thinking, oh, I've got to slide and this kind of stuff, and it jeopardizes their opportunity to you know, earn that next base or whatever you may call it. But these parents and so-called coaches that are involved have got to start educating themselves so we can get away and get rid of all these myths. This stuff is just myths. It's not real. Okay. I'm going to read it directly out of the rule book and, uh, and it's in rule eight, four, two. I mean, it's easy to find. It says, uh, Runners are never required to slide. Okay, I'm going to repeat this. 842, and then once you read down an article 2 you'll find it. And it says, Runners are never required to slide. But if a runner elects to slide, the slide must be legal. Okay, jumping, hurtling, and leaping are legal attempts to avoid a fielder as long as the fielder is lying on the ground. Okay, you can never dive over a fielder. Okay, diving over a fielder is illegal. Okay, and the penalty for this is the runner is out, interference is called, and the ball is immediately dead. It says, on a force play uh, slide with less than two outs, the runner is declared out as well as the batter runner. Runners shall return to the bases occupied at the time of the pitch. With two outs, you simply declare the runner out and you switch sides the batter gets uh, credited with the fielder's choice um so that's going to be the other big thing is you know runners are never required to slide they don't have to they don't have to slide period but i've told them before they either have to slide and if they do slide it must be legally or they have to give themselves up or attempt to go around legally and stay inside their uh three foot running lane and uh you know they they're never required to slide. You'll have people yell and all that and it's you know they can yell all they want, but a runner is never required to slide. Uh, If he doesn't slide, I mean, he cannot, you know, initiate malicious contact. I mean, it's not like the big boys where you'd see them lower their shoulder and take out the catcher, which to me is bull crap in itself. It's not part of the game. Uh, You either – if you run somebody over to get them to drop the ball, I mean, it's – it's not part of it. If he's got possession of it, he makes the tag on you and you've lowered your shoulder to take him out, he is not playing football, okay? Um, And then the other thing is, is like you'll hear people yell and holler and say that uh, a fielder is standing in a baseline before the pitch. And I look at the coach or whoever and I'm like, okay, that's wonderful, Okay. I cannot tell a fielder where to stand, okay? He can stand right in the middle of the baseline if he wants, okay? If there's a ground ball hit to him and he's standing in the baseline and the runner runs into him, that runner's out. The fielder's got protection, okay? He's got to avoid contact. That fielder can stand anywhere he wants on the field. As long as he's, you know, inside the, the foul lines, he can stand there. So, when a coach tells me, says, hey, he's standing in the baseline, I'll look at the coach and look at the kid, and then I'll say, okay, what does he want me to do? I cannot position players. I cannot tell them where to stand, and technically, he's not standing in the way. He's not doing anything wrong. Now, it's a different story if that runner takes off, and then he moves and intentionally gets in his way. That's a different story. Then you've got a delayed dead ball, and then you know there's some other things that happen, but that's different. But as far as him just standing there before the pitch, he can do that all day long. So that's another thing we need to drop. A player can position himself there all day long, and you can't stop him from it. Um, Okay, and the, the last thing that I'm going to leave this with is We've babied kids so much nowadays that we want to congratulate them for every little thing that they've done. When they come out of the bathroom and they have wiped their butt successfully, we want to put a gold sticker on their shirt. Uh, same goes for baseball. They're, if a batter comes up, puts a ball in play, he either gets on base by a hit, a fielder's choice, or an error. Okay? And yes, little Johnny or little Susie can commit errors when they're on defense. So, you know, I'll hear the saying that, uh, you know, my son, you know, got three hits and I'm sitting there and I'm watching the game and I'm like, no, technically your son was one for three. Uh, The shortstop made an error, so he's 0 for 1. The next one's a legit hit. And the third one was a fielder's choice because the fielder – you know, filled the ball and chose to get another runner out. So he's one for three. Okay. We are congratulating these kids for this kind of stuff, and um, it's, it's not there. We need to be realistic with them. And they say, you know, oh, I got a home run. Where you tell your kids, good job, you got a home run, because they hit the ball and the fielder's, uh, committed so many errors that the uh, runner was able to achieve four bases and it's like no you got a single and then you advanced to second on an uh, error because the fielder missed a ball between his legs and then you achieved third because of an errant throw which enabled you to get home plate so you basically had a single and you scored a run I mean you did not get a home run. Uh, they, we need to quit. Uh, you know, giving these kids these awards for all this stuff that they don't earn. I mean, uh, yeah, a kid puts the ball in play just because he makes contact with the ball and puts it in play. Yeah, that's a feat in itself because they've always said that one of the hardest things in any sport is taking a round bat and hitting a round ball squarely. So yeah, he put hit the ball and put it in play, but. He did not gain first base due to that. He, you know, gained it because someone else made an error. Okay, good job. You're 0 for 1. Okay, you, uh, you got on base due to an error. Uh, the other thing is if you get a base on balls, say the first time up I got a hit, the second time up I got a base on balls, I'm 1 for 1. The walk does not attribute to my batting average. I didn't earn that base uh, with a hit. I'm still just one for one. That doesn't count as a hit. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up this time. If you've got any more myths or uh, if you think I'm full of crap and you want to talk about uh, what I've said and you think I'm wrong, uh, shoot me a message. Uh, Once again, we're on all major platforms. You can go hit uh, officiating OK on everything like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then on anchor.fm, uh, if you've got the anchor.fm app, you can actually, uh, send in questions to me, uh, using the, your phone or whatever kind of device you're using. And I will actually get a digital message that I can look at and, uh, listen to, and I can actually play it over the air so everyone else can hear, but, uh, you can send in those questions and I can play them live and we'll, uh, you know, I'll have a discussion. I'll talk about them. I'll use, you know, rule references just to show where it came from to help educate you. But, you know, so if you've got some myths you want to talk about, or just questions you want to shoot me, uh, go ahead and do that on any of those platforms. And then also I'm on basically every podcast platform there is. I mean, Apple, Spotify, Google's got it. Uh, you know, there's, I can't remember. There's like 20 of these podcast providers, and I'm on, I don't know, almost all of them. But anyway, uh, thanks, guys, for listening. I uh, appreciate everything, you uh, taking your time to listen to me, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Officiating Oklahoma, hosted by 20-year veteran sports official Jason Cycle please visit our website at officiatingok.com and be sure to join us soon for another episode of Officiating Oklahoma.